Hello, and welcome to St. Louis City Press and International Friendly, although today it is very local friendly. It was almost just me, which I was ready to do until the last minute. We got a special, special surprise, though. The listeners have been waiting all season, all season. Sister of the pod, Abby, welcome. Hello, and thank you. It's going to be great. Um, We're going to talk about Olivia Rodrigo later. No. Why? We're too old for that. We're going to talk about some of the stuff that was going on on the Discord general chat. Over- mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'll log out. I but, don't want to be here. Okay. We're going to start with the uh, Dallas game because I didn't get to talk about that. We'll keep it we'll keep it Wait, short. Did you go to that game? Mm, I think so. Yes, right. Because your your provost was there. I did. I took the um, provost that game. I, I'm going to be honest. I haven't listened back to Drew and Chris yet. So I don't know what they said. I made it about halfway through. There was a lot about XG. I okay. totally meant to finish that. All right. So we'll do that and then cut in or something. But my thoughts were it wasn't a great game. If you if you go down or if you you know, if the team you're playing goes down a man in like the twelfth minute or the twenty second minute, it was one of those two. Like you, yeah. we didn't score until the eightieth minute. It and and I think and I think XG would show Although we won't get into it, that um, that really Dallas pretty much kept it even until the very end when Alm just almed it on his back and and took it home. I, I think that Drew and Chris talked about this some in the last pod. That- yeah, I mean it, it was in the Discord too that like a big chunk of Dallas's XG was from that just terrible goal that Berkey gave up at the end. Forced us to play a game that we don't like to play. They forced us into a possession game. It does not come naturally to us. If you go back and look at the stats, any game where we have higher possession, we tend not to do that. Well. So, so I I agree with that. But here's my problem: a possession game where you're attacking and controlling the ball is a much better game. I don't disagree with this, and and it's something that concerns me longer term. I feel like you can come in and do sort of what we did in this first season. It's exciting, and you, like, find these guys who can play this, like, super high-press strategy. What I'm worried about is, like, year three, when that kind of doesn't work anymore, and you still can't play a possession game. So maybe that won't happen. Uh, But, yeah, no, I, I tend to agree. Like, the possession games are fun to watch. You watch not to bring up Messi. But I, I watched the game, the LAFC last game, la- game last night, and it is sort of just unreal to watch them possess the ball. Yeah, no, I was okay with him last night because <coughs> um, he helped LAFC lose. So I think we're actually seeing it now. Like, it's now, now. And this is a good segue into the KC game where it's, I don't know, and I should know because I watch a lot of soccer. You don't really see the high-press strategy a lot. I don't believe in the in the European or in the English leagues that I mostly watch besides Sheffield Wednesday, who is um, poorly executing it this year, which makes me think it's like it's not great. If it doesn't work, you don't have a lot to fall back on. And in the Kansas City game, I think what other teams are learning, and I don't know why not just every team has done this, because we've seen it kind of since like game six on. If you just drop back a little bit and force us to possess the ball, it was like it was like ping pong or Plinko or the the ball like we have no ability to move the ball forward like we just dump it in hope and it just bounces off our players 
and, and then I every pass it back to Berkey. Like I, I feel like I'm not a good soccer watcher because I'm always like, oh, we're just gonna send it back to Berkey, and that that's probably like a naive thing to complain about. But like, oh, we always pass it back to Berkey. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna run up in the box, and nobody's getting the ball to him. I think it's like in our style, like we pass it back to him to rotate around. But yeah, we do a lot of that back line doinking it around, then back. Uh, it's just so Kansas City game. I, I didn't love the lineup primarily because Alm wasn't in it. And I thought he had earned a spot. I guess at the time I didn't like that Leuven was on the bench, but he played like crap. He did. So maybe I'm fine with that. I argued that he did not play great in the Dallas game either. And I think I, I people push back on me because he certainly had some excellent plays. Did he but play in well general, in the... Since he's come back, I feel like he's not had that sort of solidity on the field and the precision of the passing that we were so reliant on early in the season. Do you think... How did he play against Hotlando? I have a one-year-old and him incapable of forming long-term memories. Do you think it's possible he is having a crisis, a religious crisis. Ooh, not going to touch that. Not. I'm just thinking like, okay, so his main thing that he sucks at now is he can't take a corner or a free kick to save his life. He kicks it like way too hard. To be fair, none of our players can take a great. Gary yeah. had some absolutely terrible corner kicks in the first half. Back I, to the lineup. I've never been on the pod before. I feel like I cannot participate in the nickname situation. Well, it's going to get it's going to get a little bit it's going to get turned up to 11 here because continuing on the the starting lineup, it was interesting to see Mike and the Marcanics starting on the left back. I liked that. Uh, Once again, I am not a very, very high end uh, soccer walker. I like that he's very offensive. I've read it turned out he was not super great on no. defense. Yeah, no, if you go back and watch, which I haven't, but I remember from the time, uh, he was kind of terrible. It forced Hebert over to the right. Where he playing. also did not do great. No, he was terrible, and oh. I would have much rather seen Indiana there. Yeah, um, Indiana is my favorite player. Wait, oh, God. No, I, I mean Watts. I mean Watts. Yeah, I still think it's a problem that Gary is not getting that that front position because we've been putting Aladdin there who I am just not impressed by. I know that like everyone else thinks he's like some sort of wizard genie, but he just doesn't do well in the middle. No, like I actually want to no. see him out on the wing. I like, yeah. cannot control the ball through traffic. He does great when he gets to sort of be high energy, making the runs, being creative. Yeah. I, I don't understand Jackson Jackson running straight up the center. He's like a small little elfin man, and he's not going to muscle off, you know, a big, strong center back or midfielder. I I thought we played better when when Gary was up there. So Gary is so Blome. Two players had a good game. Blome and Berkey. Yes. Blome has a real nickname, so I don't really use it. Berkey, we should probably get a nickname for him. Um I feel like it's a sign of respect that we don't. You, so I thought they played guys. well, and I thought no one else played well. All right, but we need to get to the re the like the the main reason you're here, the muchos gracias of the situation. Not sure that's right. You and I have both sort of angrily been saying for a while that we rotate too much. I think yes, our man from Hanoi, Chris, agrees with this. 
Um, and I was getting some good traction on the socials uh, at STL City Press on X, formerly known as Twitter. I refuse um, to acknowledge X, much like the nicknames. Also, I, I, I've just been blasting stuff out on the Facebook That's I'm not going to share. But so I feel like the team over rotates. I also you, love this. You I dabble in data analysis. I do. Yeah, no, I dabbled so far as to get a PhD. That is correct. Yeah, well, I mean, so... Right. Dabbling. Um, you know, real jobs will come later. You can. But I think this is a good first step. You could use this on an interview. Probably. Tell us what you found. All right. So we managed to find a pretty janky API um, that lets us check for like stats about different games. This is, is that like, from new sponsor FOTMob.com. Well, it wasn't written by FOTMob. It's like somebody who wrote some sort of wrapper for the FOTMob API that's pretty questionable because I'm pretty sure you're supposed to pay for the FOTMob API. It's like new sponsor, those guys, but definitely not FOTMob. Anyway, so you can call this FOTMob data, though. You like pat, yeah. So you pass in a game day and it gives back, like, hey, here are all the games that were played on that day. And you can pull stats from them, such as the roster, who are your starting 11 in a given game. So what I did is I went through and I pulled every game that's been played in the MLS this season. And I checked if a player played in a particular game, did they also play in the game before? And so if you are over rotating, you would expect that you have lots and lots of players who did not play the game before and relatively few players who did. And so it, it computed these stats. And then because you have like teams that have games in hand, it sort of gets weird to compare absolute numbers, but you can compute that as a ratio. So you can say, what is the ratio of the number of players that did play the game before to the number of players that did not before? And so if you have a low score on that, that means that you are heavily rotated. And if you have a high score on that, means that you are not heavily rotated. Turns out we are just smack in the middle of the pack, like literally average. Uh, not at all what I expected. I don't think what any of us who have been venting about this on the Discord or the Twitter, not yes. no, no, not gonna happen. Uh, yeah. no. I just thought Twitter of something that I didn't Twitter. ask. So we, I did look at the stats and like LAFC, hugely rotated, but that makes sense because they've been in like the Champions League. They've been playing a ton of games. They also have a lot of depth, so maybe they have the ability to rotate more. Is there? Did you correlate? like that list to the supporters shield current standings to see like how far off on average is a rotated team to where they like, where's Cincinnati on the rotation list? Okay. So no, but hey. there aren't that many teams in the league. So we can how look quickly. At can it. you, uh, so the, no, no, I'm not that good. Um, Cincinnati is fairly under rotated. They are the fifth, least rotated team. So in order, it's San Jose, Houston, Nashville SC, Columbus, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Seattle Sounders, Sporting KC, Austin, and then us. If you give just a one-day window, you can also... So give- that's totally random because there are good and bad teams in there, like Cincinnati okay. and Nashville. Those I are good teams. Stronger, like I, I would guess that it's not a like totally random correlation. Like, it, I, feels, I, it feels totally random. Like it feels so random that I think we can use it as a seed to crypto algorithms. I appreciate that crypto to meet you means cryptography and not cryptocurrency. Yeah, no, that's what I do for a living, not cryptocurrency. No, you're right. So then like, I was able to also compute a two-game window, which is like if you played in this game, did you also play in the two preceding games? Um, and we are sort of similarly middle of the pack. But looking at it, it's like San Jose, Houston, Nashville, Columbus, Seattle, Orlando, Cincinnati. Like, I, 
I should. I should correlate that with the Supporter Shield stand-ins. Because I, I, just glancing at it feels like it's not totally random, but maybe it is. Maybe I'm just seeing my own bias here. Um, I don't know. I, I still, so this loops, I'm not going to be convinced by this because I think, because I, I think Carnell is a bad game day coach. And I think he constructs weird lineups. And then I think he has an inability to alter his tactics. And all he can do is like randomly throw people in like at the end of that game. I'm not even sure what formation we were playing. Um, it was, was, super it was weird. Right. So like, <laughs> Who came on at the end? It was like Alm came on or Alm came on. Stroud like fell back to take Marcanic's spot because Marcanic rolled his ankle. I haven't heard anything about that. He did not look um, good. Was... Parker also, I think, rolled his ankle, but um he clearly yeah. is suffering from having a child. Yeah. Uh, doesn't Alm. know how to balance that um with still being a professional soccer player. He'll learn. Um, you know, hire a nanny, ask his wife to do more work. One of those two things. Hmm. Um, so, so yeah, um, was disappointed with, with that, but I I do want to talk about comment about Carnell being a bad game day coach. And I think like the evidence that we've gathered here is that some of our criticisms of at least the roster rotation are perhaps less warranted than we thought they were. I think the critiques about the like insanity of the the substitutions totally valid. Like what's that I, thing where like very vocal on the Discord of like we do not sub early enough and I feel like the previous pod there was a discussion of this. Was there or did I put there was like a there was an academic paper that was like when you should substitute in the correlation with winning and it showed if you substitute earlier you are more likely to win. Um and so it makes me crazy. So I've said this for months on end. Then the last like four games, Carnell has subbed in half. And like a lot at half. What's that thing where like when you're presented with data that's different from your beliefs, you just double down on your existing beliefs as um, opposed to changing uh, changing your beliefs? Confirmation bias. No. Yeah. What, so that's what I'm, I'm feeling. I do. While we have you, I just thought of another area. Uh, in which you dabble, and that is computer vision. Mm, yes. Yeah. Also, you seem to have found a Twitter account that did some, uh, let's say, lo-fi computer vision analysis. No, this was fantastic. This was so he did. The account is Soccer Photogrammetry. Um, so photogrammetry. Sponsor. I, I, we should totally ask him. Um, photogrammetry is sort of the study of measuring things in images. New sponsor, National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, where Ooh. most yeah, we... of the intelligence agency photogrammetry work is done. Um, so you can measure things in images. It is very hard when you have one image, but you can pick up on things like uh, parallel lines and things with known distances and use that to make estimates of measurements. So this guy like goes through and he tries to measure to like millimeters how far off sides or on sides someone was. Um, so did an analysis in the Sporting Kansas City game of sort of all of the various different plays that we were riled up about. So there was the initial KC goal that we thought perhaps should have been off sides. He photogrammetrically, photogrammatic, photo. He verified that that one was on sides um, thanks oh. to a Denneran just hanging out. This was one of my favorite things on Twitter was the Sporting Kansas City fans saying like, oh, he was onside because their defender hung back. That was not one of our defenders. That was Sam Adenner and Big Sam, if we are going with the nicknames. 
Drew is uh, no, it is his nickname is Play It Again. Play It Again. Oh, so Big Sam is just his legit nickname. Yeah, and actually Kelly told me to stop using that because that's the name of like one of the less flattering depictions of a, an African American character from Gone with the Wind. Hmm. So Big Sam? go with Big Sam yeah. or Play It Again. Uh, Big okay. Sam, Play It Again is from Casablanca, which I believe, as far as I can tell, is racially acceptable still. I don't understand all of the nicknames. That one I do, in fact, understand. Anyway, so everyone on Twitter was, like, Kansas City fans were making fun of, like, how, of course, this one was on sides because our defender was so slow getting back. Um, It was, in fact, our striker um, who was just hanging out and letting them. In, In their defense, I know no players on any other team. Sure, it's no criticism of the KC players, it's a criticism of a Denneran who should not have been hanging back so slowly. This is something oh, you yeah, and I totally agree. Also... But he had two beautiful goals, he one did. of which was stolen, proven photogrammatically. Photogrammatically. Yes, no, so the other goal that was sort of important to note from the soccer photogrammetry account was that a Denneran was in fact on sides. Um, by something like 3.8 inches, based on his estimates. Um, and he did admit, like, there kind of weren't any good angles. What's shocking about this is, it, like, it did not... Leave the flag from- down. You know what? If it's that close, you're not good. Leave the flag down, exactly. and then VAR can catch it. But if you put the flag up... VAR's not put everyone yes. Right. You've put it in a bad spot. So leave the flag down. 100% agree. Here's Do another problem. Drew? It's, Do we have Drew? Drew, are you here? Drew is typing. Yep. All right. Drew! So restarting your computer. Who would have known? You and I, Abby, are both on the record of maybe it's just me actually thinking that referees were getting too involved in the game. Previously, not this last game. No, I 100% agree with this. So, and then we got punished. Yeah. Got what we wanted a referee who is basically letting complete mayhem happen on the field. My and, objection is that he wasn't consistent about it. He was in the first half, and it's like somebody reprimanded him in the second half, and then he didn't know what to do, so he was super inconsistent. Like, I, the first half was fine. That's what I want to see refereeing look like. Second half, it felt like he was calling some things, he wasn't calling others, and yeah, it was just mayhem. Drew, how was it in the stadium? You made the drive. Oh, yeah, I went out to Kansas City. It was very easy. I uh, went to the World War One Museum. That was cool. Uh, at the game, I was sitting next to a bunch of, or no, a couple who were family friends of Lucas Bartlett's because he's from Kansas City. So a bunch oh. of people were out there. Well, that's uh, sad. Was he even on the roster? Uh, he was there. I mean, he he we saw him warming up and he was waving to the people in the stands. Okay. So it was nice. And I told him, you know, when they mentioned that they knew Lucas Bartlett's family, I said, he's great. And I think he's done well this season. We just have a bunch of guys in the same position, and they seem to... We like his hair and his puppy. I didn't mention his hair. I don't know about his puppy. He has a very, very cute, like, golden retriever or Labrador something puppy. It's very cute. It matches his hair, actually. Oh, oh, okay. Really? He has a Ken pup. Yes. Uh, Ken pup, yes. uh, Anyway... I yeah, they were super nice people. They're from Kansas City, but they didn't ha- seem to have. A, they said they would otherwise like St. Louis teams. And uh, anyway, so the atmosphere was good. Uh, the stadium was actually pretty cool. It's just twenty miles outside of town in Kansas. The Colorado Stadium was kind of old and 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 designed very differently. This seems to be brand new. It's pretty 
similar to City Park, but it's just kind of far out. There's nothing around there. It's, it's, There's uh, a Nebraska Furniture Mart and a Great Wolf Lodge. Yes, oh, we true. actually we went to the Great Wolf Lodge back in February or March. And um, I am now realizing that when we went there, I whacked my head going down a water slide. So I need to just avoid water entertainment. But Good we talk. walked by the stadium. And I will say, from what I could see, the stadium looked lovely. I just like how our stadium is embedded in yeah, downtown. There, now, I was going to say there's really way easier to there. park. Uh, it was okay. I find parking for the city games very easy. Uh, and not that, not that public transit in St. Louis is amazing or Uber is inexpensive because neither of those are true. It's still there's still could be better to get downtown, but there are some bar shuttles. Um, you know, there is a bus if you are prepared to wait for it. So there are other options. This, like, I guess I wasn't aware of the Great Wolf Lodge. Really, there's nothing around. Seemingly, it's by itself. We got some good. Uh, let me re- retract that. We got some fine ramen at a little place in a strip mall um it had a robot that would deliver it you did food. wow it did. A, a robot brought us um brought us the food and i think it made mom kind of sad because sometimes it would get lost or confused or people because would ignore she, it because she is such a proponent of organized labor no 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 sad for the robot like he was being oh, not okay. treated as he as he deserved now i don't want it to come across that my mom is not a proponent of organ she is um, just that robots should also um, be able to organize at the time, not yeah. to throw him under the bus, but he's not here. Phil, a uh, friend of the pod, Phil actually said he would prefer the location and stylings of the Kansas city stadium to the St. Louis. That's, that's a wild, that's almost as wild as your, uh, Morris day Prince take. <laughs> uh, I told that, Kelly that and she was she really just rolled her eyes and left like there was nothing to say um, what was the ratio of fans in the stadium do you think there was a great turnout of city fans um, th- it was huge like a lot and it was very kind of easy to see because they were in city red uh, and the Kansas City people are all in sky blue you're uh, notably not in city red for the game no I wore my road kit I should have thought twice because the light blue and the gray probably wouldn't go so great together. I think this is the second time this has happened to you. This is the third time because the Colorado game I went to, they were wearing their Earth Day suits. So really, I've been wearing the wrong kit for all three away games. Um, I mean, this one kind of made sense for the colors, but I was like, I I can't believe that this is this has happened. I want I want there to be one away kit and one home kit and never mix them up. But on the. On the broadcast, there were several times where it was very clear um, STL chants. You could hear the um, the in your head Berkey. Oh, that's awesome! Song. I'm so uh, happy you could hear it. You could definitely hear it clearly. in the stadium. Yeah, no, it was. If anything, I mean, I'm attuned to them, but I was hearing more St. Louis chants than I was. I think the case, the KC supporter section was okay. Uh, they, I mean, they were it was full and they were rooting for their team and they had some chance that I didn't know, which is nice. Cause you know, there's a lot of the same <laughs> kind of stuff, yeah. but so they had their own chance. It's just that the, the St. Louis crowd, and it makes sense because it's not that far of a drive and we are in first place and we're a brand new team. So I kind of get why we'd be overrepresented, but it was a great s- a turnout. I don't know what to, you know, I'm not so great at just assigning percentages, but they, there was a big chunk, uh, all people together. All St. more Louis than kids. Nashville. Definitely. And Nashville, there were a lot, too. This was bigger. 
It was um, the first game, at least this season, but I think like in quite a while that they hit their fire marshal capacity. So you're welcome. I believe wow. it was the first game ever that they have sold out at that stadium that opened in 2011. Oh, interesting. Well, oh, the stadium opened in 2011. Well, it looks pretty new, so they've done a good job on it. This there were some empty seats by me, but I'm sure they were, you know, technically purchased. So I, I mean, I think that happens at city games too. There'll be a yeah. I did of empty. desperately try to convince my husband that he and our one-year-old and I should have made the drive. He was gloating a little bit after the loss that he was not. Wow. Because not you know what? Gloating over City, gloating over me that Wait, he had not wanted to make the drive. So surely he knew, he had watched you react to losing the game. Why did he have to rub it in? Aren't you glad we didn't drive to this? He Has he considered actually like chaos theory and that if you would have gone, the team would have won. Exactly. Oh, good. I mean, we'll never know. Yep. I, I like that you have, I don't know. I was going to say a whiteboard, but I think it might just be your wall. No, it is a white. Well, so, okay. I built a home office recently out of a previous bathroom. It is very small. It's bathroom uh, sized. It is bathroom sized, but I put whiteboards on every surface. There's a lot of like calculations. There's some numbers back there. I yeah, no, this has come up a couple times. Turns you are out a professor. A professor um, yeah. and do a lot of data e things and sometimes write on whiteboards. It's perfect. I, I haven't wanted to call you out in the family text, so I'll do it on a podcast that has 30 of listeners. It feels like it's a kind of too small of a room. It is very functional. It is not a long-term solution. I just hated just working out in the opening. It's bathroom size. It's great. I can just turn around and write very easily. I, I think... Whiteboard. I think it works because you are Abby sized and um, so the, the ratios work better. Going back to the Dallas game. So the red card on the goalie was obviously insane. It then almost happened again. So like the backup goalie at one point ran out and you could see him like he was lifting his hand. He was and I texted, so my high school soccer coach, Joe Chambers, not a sponsor, um, Do you think he'd like to sponsor? Does he still have that no, red hot teacher money coming in? He no longer coaches the soccer team, so I don't think he has that extra money coming in. Anyway, so I texted him saying that it was my most sincere hope that that would happen again and they would have to just put some random person in goal from the team, in part because this actually happened to me when I played soccer in high school. So I was the starting center midfielder for a pretty terrible uh, high school girls soccer team. Sounds like Um, an ill-disciplined team, too. Everyone was getting sent off. So I I definitely had the most cards and fouls of anyone on our team. But I always, all four years of high school, wanted to play goal. And it's come up already that I'm Abby-sized, which is five feet tall. Um, This was always a running gag that I wanted to play goal and couldn't. My senior year, we were in the district finals against Rosati Kane, Catholic schoolgirls who were kicking our butts. Um, and our starting goalie and our backup goalie both got injured, and I got to play goal. I have a perfect record. I stopped three shots. But so I wanted this to happen in the Dallas game. I'm have to put some random player in. I, ha- I have a question because I'm coaching uh, <clears throat> first grade girls soccer. With your broken foot, yes. Yeah, it's not great. But everyone wants to be goalie, and I don't understand it. Why doesn't everyone want to be striker? Goalie just seems like such a boring position. I know we love Berkey, but I it feels like the Berkey effect actually. Like I think it's is, I think it's because it's like you get to touch the ball with your hand. Maybe I wonder if it's because Berkey is our superstar. Drew, if you're talking, we can't hear you. Uh, sorry, I was talking. I said um, 
to Abby that since Nate has a broken foot with a cast on, he's not a player, so it doesn't really matter if he can kick or not. I feel like when you're teaching, like, seven-year-olds, it is helpful to be able to, like, demonstrate. I don't know. We took Claire and Maya, my daughter and my niece, out uh, to practice the other day, and I tried teaching them to do some stuff. It's like quick tapping the ball back and forth. And what I realized was that I was super glad I had not signed up to coach my daughter's soccer team Ooh. because I just want to yell at elementary yeah. schoolers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there was this one girl on the team that made a snarky little comment to Lilu, And I wanted to walk over and say, you do that again. And you're riding the bench the entire season, Mackenzie. You guys are fitting right into parents watching youth sports. <laughs> I definitely, when Maya played basketball once, I definitely told there was a kid who was picking on Maya. And then he missed passing a ball. And I said, nice pass. Yeah, we get this. Oh God. We get yeah, this from our father. 100%. Um, so and, uh, I know, Abby, you have to go. My, my one-year-old has discovered that I'm in this so, room. And is not so I'm it. just curious. I want to get everyone's thoughts. We've got we've got a stretch of away games. We have some away games. I'm, I'm a little nervous. I know we're still at the top of the table, but I'm a little nervous. It's a rough, like, okay, so LA Galaxy, like, even that I don't feel great about because we're playing them at home and they've been doing reasonably well, but like, and we have some really bad games in a row. Houston, I believe. And Houston's been doing fantastic. Also does not rotate very much based on our stats. LAFC, I believe, is our next home game. Yeah. So we have. But they just lost to Miami and we beat Miami. So nothing changed at all. Statistically... LAFC has genuinely been struggling away. Um, so they're like, I, I wouldn't write off our ability to potentially win the LAFC. Whole league struggles away. That's just what I've learned. What was that? The whole league struggles away. It's like a very home-centric league. Big continent. Uh, teams are far away. Except for Miami, who does not appear to struggle with much of anything. I mean, well, that's because there. I feel like there are so many teams that can be good sometimes, bad other times, very inconsistent. Big, yes. home, big home advantage. But then there's Miami, who are actually a very now, as of now, not when we play them, actually a good team, and that makes a huge difference. I, I was thinking about this in terms of our roster back to the rotation thing. Every week I will think we have a new like best four players. And I think what it is, is it's just we have some very inconsistent players who can be amazing and then be kind of meh, like back to back. And so I'll believe that Sam Adenarin is the best striker ever. I actually might still believe that. But like Gary is a great example or... You know, name Alm. Alm had a, a lull. Alm was amazing game before last. Need, and then the we case. need a nickname for Alm. So at STL City Press on Twitter. I think Abby's So thank you for. No, no, no. I had one more thing I wanted to say while Tony is standing at the door crying. I am very, very angry that Celio Pompeo is yes. also playing for City 2. Agreed. We need to bring him, it up. And the fact that he's not even on the bench is infuriating. Yep. And it was so sad because, yeah, Drew is showing on video. His he, It was his poster night, and he wasn't even on the bench. Yeah, he's been he's been rewarded for being our best player against Club America by uh, just being relegated to City 2. And he's doing amazingly on City 2. Like, he's scoring all sorts of goals, and he, like... Yeah. He brings an energy, and... A samba, if you will. No, I would not. Like... Well, he's Brazilian. I a samba. don't understand why 
And that's not true. I actually do. We brought on Thor. And like, okay, so now we have too many players. You call him all about the Nook V? (sighs) Okay. We brought on Thor, and we have a lot of guys sort of that play that role. But like, I don't know how you keep an Ostrock and a Thor and and you don't have Celio on there. I think Celio is just so good, so high energy. His possession is great. Like, I... He is exactly what it's felt like we've needed several games in a row and not even have him on the bench is so frustrating. I've also like, been vocal on like... the Discord of being like not a huge Thor fan so far. I think his, last, about the his last touch is phenomenal, but like every touch up to then has left me wanting him to spend some time on City 2. Anyway, Alm, Drew? Oh, I, I was going to say that Alm, I, I really love a lot about him. There just aren't enough letters in his name for me to work with here. I'm yeah. really thinking about it. Um, so I, the it, only it, thing I could come up with was something about like Erasmus B. Dragon, like from uh, like th- I think that was a car talk joke because his name is Rasmus. So um, yeah, no, he's a tough one. Anyway, oh, okay, all right. Um, so Celio looks like yesterday City two beat Houston two away three to one, and Celio got assisted. Is this both the first two goals? And it scored three goals scored by some guy I've never heard of. Natash, apparently an Englishman. Hmm. 23 years old. All right, well. All right, folks. Well, I have to get out of here, which means I am likely going to miss the Olivia Rodrigo conversation. Do you have any thoughts? I think I'm a big fan, but then I learned that maybe she and Taylor Swift have beef. No, I don't have thoughts. I'm in my mid-30s. You should check out her song, Vampire. I don't know who this person I've is. Definitely, like the driver's license song. I know <laughs> largely because of the SNL. <laughs> yeah, so vampire sounds like a uh, driver's license, so you'll like it. Uh, okay. If you want to go I've, back to talking about Limp Bizkit, I think I, I could contribute. <laughs> no, I've I've I actually got to get going too here. So, Drew, any any wrap up thoughts from your uh, your escapade, Abby? Uh, just leave it running so it'll upload. Oh, okay. Do All right. Mute. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Abby. Drew, any any last you. thoughts from your uh? Uh, Your escapade. I don't, I don't know. I'm I am late uh, to the recording because I just got back and had to clean up after my trip. Uh, I'm gonna assume that you guys summarized the game pretty well. We tried. Uh, yeah, I. I'm, gl- I'm really grateful to Abby for doing some actual calculation about rotating. I'm sure this will become a finely tuned algorithm. So. <laughs> um, she has more work she's planning on doing, so that's good. I feel like the home advantage thing is huge, as we've talked about, but I also am terrible at predictions. Um, I don't understand the schedule because we have two weeks before our next game, and then that's another midweek game uh, three days after that. Uh, and then there's another game, and then a two-week break again, and then the last game of the regular season. So there's lots of long breaks left. I think that two-week break, we're like quick, finally respecting an international break. A quick turnaround. So yeah, there's an international break coming up. Uh, there's also the eventually they're going to have, I think at the end of September, uh, they're going to do the Open Cup final. Oh, right, right. But it is these quick three-day turnarounds are, are, they are, are tough. tricky. Um, but I like going to the games, and I had a great time at KC. So You think you'd go back next year? Um, sure. Why not? And I'll, I'll encourage you guys, you and the other guys to go and Abby had, to go. And yeah. I had I definitely... not been out of town this weekend, I definitely would have. So we should, we should plan a caravan next year. Okay. Well, off pod, I'll, I'll uh, ask you about your trip. So, um, we, we also have another Casey game at home. Too. We do. It's weird. They're the only team we're playing three times. I guess it, you have to balance out an uneven schedule somehow. So we get a rivalry 
Oh, Nate, do you want to talk, talk about rivalry real quick? Our, yeah. One of our, our after XG, our, our second favorite top. So I thought the Kansas City fans were, were great, like, liked them. Uh, they really are the, I'm not, I'm probably not a fan of their marketing team and their web team and whatever, whoever, social media person. They're really all in on the soccer capital thing. I don't think you'd like that, Nate. I was imagining as I was walking around the stadium, Nate wouldn't would either be making fun of this or groaning. Uh, Probably multiple, groaning. Multiple times. as I, It was just branded on everything. So I get why they had to be legit. Why they had to sue? Yeah, this they really need this trademark. Um, I didn't look at it too thoroughly, but I think did Patrick or somebody post on the Discord some like merch that they'd been selling. That it was like just, FCK STL. That's crazy to me. I don't know yeah. why you do that uh some of the there were some chants that were like go home st louis i think that's pretty tame and i wasn't offended but i don't like i guess i'd like to have a more of a good natured rival i mean we are in the same state you know it's a kansas city is actually a pretty cool city i feel bad i feel bad about trashing the state of kansas i actually have been to abilene kansas to the dwight eisenhower uh birthplace and library and that was a that was a fun visit and but it's just too big I, f- I feel like it's not dense at all. I, I like a, I like a dense place. I like a city. Yeah. So I, I have, <coughs> I have nothing but love for the city of Kansas city. I think Kansas city and St. Louis, instead of being rivals need to band together in some attempt to save Missouri from, from itself. I, I have been on multiple vacations there and enjoy it. I they was have... roundly mocked when I suggested something similar to that previously. <laughs> They have uh, they have good barbecue. Um, I also think there's this weird inferiority complex, which is nuts because St. Louis has that. So they have like that towards St. Louis. I agree. A good natured rivalry would be super fun to have because we're going to be playing these guys two or three times a season. But like like when we were in Nashville, every I didn't feel any sort of animosity. It was just fun and lighthearted and everyone was having a good time. And I'm sure that 98% of the Kansas City fans were also like that. But it does feel like that there were a few where it's like, for whatever reason, this is the vehicle by which they are going to like be rude. I think the marketing people or the team is pushing that maybe because they want to sell more tickets, but they sold a lot of tickets to St. Louis fans. They so, did. They so made a ton they, of money off of us. Yeah. And the stadium, as we all know from City Park, not cheap to do anything. Right. <laughs> You know, so maybe they could stand to not say F St. Louis, you know, on right. their mer- merchandise. And and I will say it continues to work. Um, I think someone posted today that the cheapest seats for the for the return leg here are like one hundred and eighty dollars currently. Wow. That's why so it, it is definitely turning into something. Yeah. I, and I'm all for, for. Yeah, I'm all for playing them a lot. I, I you know, I don't. I like Nashville, but I, in general, am not a fan of playing Eastern Conference teams. I don't see what the point is really. In I've never really liked interleague play in baseball. I kind of liked how the National League had pitchers and the American League had designated hitters, and you just had different strategies. Let's anyway, not even. Let's that's not for a different this. pod. I will okay. say. I kind of would like it if the West was its own thing. That would probably solve, maybe sort of solve your problems with how big the league is. And we just kept playing the same teams over and over again. So almost two different first division teams that play leagues that play for a meet in the playoffs. I will say though, so we visited um, friends and family in Cincinnati. Um, really looking forward to 
a game there next season if we can get one. Um, but that's largely because friends and family. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, these like the 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 Chicago, Nashville, whatever the the games that are in driving distance. Those are those are. I'm having yeah. fun. I'm not criticizing them. I in general, but just think like we we could benefit from playing the same team. I, I agree. All right. Well, I've got to go help get my daughter ready for bed. It's been a long day. Thanks for good. joining us. Um, yeah, good to see you, buddy. 